Welcome to the Empower You Financial Podcast. I am your host, CEO and founder of Empower You Financial, Eva Palacios, and I am coming back with another episode. I know, guys, I didn't drop a podcast last week. That's because your girl was traveling. We were traveling to level up, to learn, to grow, to network. You know, I am a big fan of investing in yourself so that you can become a better human being, but also a better business owner. And um, man, we just got back from Atlanta. We went to the Next Level Speakers Conference. And then uh, like on a side note, we went to the UOU Mastermind that uh, my number one mentor, Eric Thomas, was hosting. And all I can say is I have been on go, 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 team no sleep since last Thursday. And I am like, oh my goodness. So just to be in the room and to be surrounded amongst other like-minded individuals, hungry individuals, you know, people who just want to grow and see each other win. Like I am all about that. So if if you guys aren't doing things to to grow professionally, mentally, spiritually, just let me know. Draw me a DM. I will take you on my shoulders and we can all go together. Um, you know, a couple of us went together and um, all I can think of was, wow, why didn't we bring more people with us? So for sure, come next year and for a couple of other conferences, there's some more conferences that are coming up throughout this year, but um, most definitely we want to bring the entire tribe with us because, you know, when you surround yourself amongst amazing people, you just can't help but be amazing yourself. Um, so I just kind of wanted to take that moment to check in because I've realized that the last couple of podcast episodes, I just go in. And I deep dive and we just talk about the thing. So I just wanted to share a little bit about my life and what I've been doing. Um, what else? <sighs> Family's good. Time being spent specifically getting hours and times and block backed to be able to just, um, you know, be with the boys, you know, be with family, be with loved ones because, Time is precious, and, and we don't know. We don't know when our time is up. So while we're here, we have to just learn to appreciate those special moments. And not only that, like spend time doing the things that you love doing, right? What fuels you? What's going to keep you excited about life, about business, about, you know, being with family? Well, what is that thing for you? I know for me, I love being surrounded amongst people, people that pour into me, um, that love on me. And, and when I say love on me, just, you know, being able to speak the same language, being able to carry on those business type of conversations or those self-love conversations. I mean, I don't know about you, but I have been in a season of just deep diving and connecting with people who are on a path of healing. And, um, and that is so important, guys. It's so important to be able to heal from bad past traumas, um, heal from bad past experiences, because as long as you carry that weight with you, you're never going to be able to live the life of maximum potential. You're not going to be able to live that life of excellence. You're not going to be able to, to enjoy life to the fullest 
which is why today's episode, I want to specifically talk about credit card debt or really any debt, but being in the economy that we're at right now, credit card debt is on the rise and it is very scary. And a lot of it, I believe a lot of it has to do with you know, the, the, the inflation and the price of food and the price of gas and the price of everything is just going up, but your income is not going up. Or, or maybe there's been, you know, losses in income and, and losses in investments. So a lot of people are finding themselves into the whole robbing Peter to pay Paul, you know, use this credit card, Max it out, transfer the balance, move it over here, shift it around. And you guys are doing like all these, these things to shuffle the credit card debt around. But at the end of the day, you're not paying it off. And that's scary, guys. That's scary because once you start hitting those credit card limits, heck, let me scale it back. For those of you who don't know, the moment credit card balances reach 10% or greater of your credit limits, you start to lose points. You, you, you lose a little bit of points, but you lose points. And then the next threshold is the moment they hit 30% in use, you lose even more points. And the closer you get to those limits, the more points you lose. And the more maxed out individual credit cards you have, the more your score starts to drop. And once your scores drop, guys, that makes it so difficult to be able to borrow more money. Think about it, guys. Let's, let's switch the roles. Let's pretend somebody came to you asking to borrow money, but you looked at their credit report and they're maxed out. 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, however many thousands of dollars, but all of their credit cards are maxed out. Are you going to want to take chances and letting that individual borrow money knowing that they already have a lot of credit card debt on paper? Chances are no. And that's exactly what the banks are looking at. They're not only looking at your credit score, they're looking at the debt load. They're looking at how many accounts are on this credit report and out of those accounts, how many of them carry balances and not only how many carry balances, but how many balances are close or at or even over the credit limit. See, that's, that's all in, in the lender's eyes, that's all risk. And the more debt that you owe that is at its limit, the more risky you look on paper. So let's talk about that, guys, because while you think credit cards can be the band-aid or the bridge to get you over, if you're not managing your finances well, eventually you're going to hit those limits. And once that happens, options become very scarce. So tip number one, for all of those who have credit card balances that are sitting there for more than 30 days. Because here's another thing, guys. As those balances continue to roll over month after month after month, every single month, you're paying those credit card companies interest. Now, to all my savvy people who got 0% interest, great. I'm going to touch on that a little bit later. 
But for those who are paying interest on the credit cards, I want you to go through all of your statements. Go to the last page where it calculates the finance charges. How much dollars are you paying to these banks? And add them all up. Every single month, how much are you paying? Add up all of those credit card finance charges. And what does your total look like? The clients that I am looking at in terms of reviewing their budget, looking at their income, but most importantly, looking at their credit card debts, that's the first thing I look at. I don't even look at the monthly payments. I look at how much money you are paying every single month to these banks. Some of those finance charges are more than your car payments. Some of them are more than groceries per month. Some of them are even more than rent and mortgage payments, guys. But see, you're not even looking that far because all you're looking at is the minimum monthly payment that you're paying out to these companies. And if you really want a deep dive, let's look at how much of your monthly payment that you're making to these banks minus the interest that they're charging you, how much is actually going towards the principal balance? See, so if you're wondering, why are my balances going down? It's because those interest rates are too high. So tip number one, guys, call your creditors and ask them to lower the interest rates. For many of you who are listening, you're probably thinking, oh my gosh, Eva, what in the world? Is that really possible? Absolutely. You can definitely call your credit card companies and ask them to lower the interest rate. Now, I will say this, depending upon who the bank is, will determine whether or not they will actually lower the interest rate for you. The booboo banks, the level ones and the level twos that I'd be talking about, you know, the, the, the credit builder cards, the department store cards, probably not going to get a, a whole lot of help from them. But it's worth a shot anyways, guys. You never know. It's worth a shot anyways. You never know. So just make sure that you make those phone calls happen so that you can be able to save something. One percentage point difference can go a long way across time. Now, for the better banks, the better financial institutions, you might get a lot more assistance. But like I said, even if all you did was save one percentage point different, that is still money back into your pocket or money, more money going towards the principal balance of that account. Now, I will say this. Sometimes the credit card companies may say, sure, we will lower your interest rate, but only if we close out your account. Now, this is a tough one, guys. This is a tough one. And this is where a lot of my mentees, you know, sometimes the situation gets so ugly that you have to be making these types of forced decisions, which is why we don't want it to get that bad. But let's say worst case scenario, you're paying 20% interest. And they tell you, sure, we'll lower your interest rate down to 6%. That's a 14% difference. But in exchange, we got to close out your account. What do you do? This is where I say sometimes your financial goals may not align with your credit goals. This is where you got to get, this is going to hurt. I'm going to be real. This is going to hurt many of you psychologically 
Why? Because you always hear, don't close out your credit cards because that will mess up your credit score. First and foremost, guys, if you guys are already getting maxed out and your credit scores are already dropping, guess what? If we don't make drastic decisions, your credit score can tank and be in the gutter. So if it's a matter of financially, I could only afford these minimum payments and the interest rates are killing me, the last thing you care about is that credit score. Now, I will say you want to protect it as much as possible, but closing out the account, yes, it will lower your credit score, but that is far better than if you fell behind your, on your credit card payments and now your credit score is tanking. So if it comes down to making a decision as to saving money and interest in exchange of closing out the account, you might want to seek that as a viable option. Because if you're not able to increase those payments or there aren't any other tools, which I'm going to get to in a second, then that may be your last resort. Tip number two. Tip number two, guys, which is why I always talk about building a credit portfolio. Eva, why do you have 26 credit cards on your credit report? In case of something like this, you max out one card, life hits, whatever, you max out one card, but because now I have 25 other credit cards to choose from, I can go and call those other credit card companies and ask them, tip number two, guys, ask them if they have any 0% interest balance transfer options. Because if I owe Citibank $10,000, but I have Chase with a $10,000 limit and they're offering me a 0% interest to transfer the balance, then I'm shifting the debt from Citibank over to Chase. Citibank might be charging me 20% interest, but now I've transferred it over to Chase at 0%, which means no more money going to the banks, but it also means 100% of my payment that goes to Chase now is going to reduce that balance. So that's tip number two, guys. Call the credit card companies that you don't have any balances with and ask them if they offer 0% balance transfers. You might even be able to log into your online account and click promotions, scroll down, balance transfer options, and see what they give you. 0% is the best. That means the banks don't get any money. But even if they did a 4.99% for the next 12 months, that's better than the 15, 20, 30% you're paying to the other guys. So let's get good with knowing the tools that are in our toolbox. You might have forgotten about that other credit card because it's been tucked away in the drawer for emergencies. This is another reason why I teach my mentees specifically to open up credit cards with the top level banks because those guys will always offer balance transfer options at a low percentage rate. Those are the guys we want to keep in our back pocket for situations like this. And all you do is transfer all your balances over to a zero or a lower interest rate so that not only... Do the banks take less money from you, but now more money goes towards that principal balance, therefore paying it off faster. Now, for all of those that have been paying, 
playing the balance transfer game where all you're doing is transferring from one to the next, to the next, to the next, but three years later, you still have the same debt load? Guys, we got to get good with our money. Why do we have credit card debt for years? I don't care if it's at 0% interest, but if all you've been doing is just shuffling the debt around, then you really need to take a look and assess your financial situation. And you got to get better at managing your money. You got to get better at stop spending money on things that don't even matter. I don't know about you, but I don't like having a lot of monthly payments. Because if life really does hit and now you don't have any income, you still have to worry about how to pay those bills every single month. So let's quit it. Let's focus on truly committing to paying off those credit card debts. Hey, tip number three, and this is the last one, debt consolidation. And this actually is going to be a two-part piece to debt consolidation because there's a lot of people that hear the word debt consolidation, but I don't really think you understand what it means to do this. So let's talk about it because the last five phone calls I had in the last two weeks, they were consolidating debt and it was all bad. So let's talk about it. Overall, the definition, the EVA definition of debt debt consolidation is to combine your debts together into one account. The vehicle that you use to do this is what sets it apart and makes a difference. So if we're thinking about consolidating debt, the best option to do this would be to seek a debt consolidation loan or a personal loan specifically to pay off the credit cards. This is important because when you apply for this type of product, You need to let the financial institution know that your intention is to pay off the existing credit cards that they will see on the credit report and move it over to them at one payment and at one interest rate. If you just walk into the financial institution and say, hey, I want to take out a loan for $50,000 and in your mind, you don't tell them anything, but in your mind, the $50,000 is to pay off your credit cards, you go to apply, they're going to look like, wait a minute, you already owe 50,000 in credit cards. We're not going to let you borrow any more money. So you have to be very specific and letting them know that the loan you want to take out will be specifically to pay them off. And if that is successful, that is the best way to consolidate your debt. Now, there's other alternatives to consolidate your debt. And for those of you who've been following me for quite some time and for the newbies, I spent 17 years working or a credit counseling company. That's option number two, debt consolidation option. When you work with a debt consolidation company, what this means is, first and foremost, you call the company, they they schedule a consultation, they review all your finances, make sure your finances look good, because you do, there's a little bit of a qualification. Make sure your finances look good, If they say yes, then how it works is all of the credit cards that you've got, even personal loans, all of the debt that you have, you in essence give them the information. What they do is they contact the creditors 
and they negotiate lower payments and lower interest rates on your behalf. Now, the not so great part to this is when you do this, even though your payment is a lot less and your interest rates are a lot less, all of your credit cards are going to be closed out. So going back to number one, if we're worried about closing out the accounts, doing this will close out the accounts. Why? Because a debt consolidation company, they in essence are the middleman between you and the credit card companies. Many of the debt consolidation services that are out there already have pre-existing negotiations with the banks. So the banks know, oh, if Eva goes through this program, we know she's committed to becoming debt free. So therefore we're going to lower the interest rate and close out the account so that she can remain committed to getting debt free. Now, generally, depending upon how much you owe, the program can range anywhere between two to five years. Why would somebody do this? Again, if financially they can't afford to do it on their own and they want one payment per month where the accounts get managed and closing out the accounts don't matter because credit is not something that they're thinking about. They're more along the lines of making sure that bankruptcy isn't the next option, then this would be a very good viable option for you. But I will say this, guys, if there are any thoughts of making any major purchases, buying a house, refinancing a house, buying a car, any major purchases, going through this program, the debt consolidation program, it's going to hinder your credit score. It's going to drop, which basically means you may not be able to buy the house or buy the car until you've, one, established that good payment history and knocked down some debt with that company. So we really need to try to think into the future, what are we trying to do before making any of those drastic decisions? So again, recap, option number three, debt consolidation program. It's not a loan to pay off the debt. You hand over your accounts to them. They're the middleman. You make a payment to them. They then take the payment, pay all your creditors every single month in exchange for lower interest rates so that you can pay them off faster. Now, the second part to that type of program is a debt settlement company. This is different. The debt settlement type companies, they try to spin it like a debt consolidation company. Know the difference, guys, because it is completely and dramatically different. With a debt consolidation company, rephrase, with a debt settlement company, you give them your accounts. Let's say you owe $50,000. They in turn will say, you don't have to pay the $50,000. We'll negotiate and cut all your balances down in half. So now you only have to worry about paying $25,000. Every single month you make a payment, they hold on to the payment. As a matter of fact, many of these companies hold on to your payment for the first two, three, five payments. They hold on to it as their fee to them, which means for the next two, three, five months, none of your creditors are getting paid. That upfront money goes to the debt settlement company. And not until 
the next monthly payments you're paying accumulates to where they then will call your lowest balance creditor to then negotiate a settlement. Now, a lot of that probably went over your heads. It's very complicated. Long story short, what I want you to know about this type of option is if all of your accounts are behind, or excuse me, if all of your accounts are current right now and you want a bailout, you don't want to pay the 50, you want, they told you they can do the 25. Number one, there's no guarantee that they will settle. Number two, no payments are being made to your creditors, which means you're going to definitely end up with 30, 60, 90s, 120s, 180 lates on all of your accounts. And if it gets so far behind, those creditors can opt to take legal action, sue you, collect judgments. The judgments will then allow them to garnish wages, tap into your bank accounts, or place liens on property. So you need to understand the difference between a debt consolidation loan, which is the better option, a debt consolidation program, which is next best, debt consolidation settlement, no go. Don't even do it, guys. As a matter of fact, if that was the case, you can actually call your creditors yourself and negotiate settlements if that's what you really wanted to do. So long story short, guys, let's stop charging on those credit cards and buying things that we don't, it, it doesn't fulfill us. It may be a little bit of an instant gratification, but it's not long-term satisfaction, guys. So stop with the charging. If your income has been affected to where it's dropped, I encourage you to go through your finances and see what you can cut out. Can we lower that cell phone bill, cable bill, internet. Is there anything that we can get rid of? Can we stop eating out as much? Can we cut it out altogether? Can we get good at saying no to friends and family when they want to hang out or when they need to borrow money? Can we get good at saying no to our kids temporarily until we can tackle the credit cards? We got to get good with our finances now, guys, because if all you're doing is living paycheck to paycheck, Robin Peter to pay Paul. You're not creating a good retirement strategy for you guys. You're not creating a life of abundance. You're not creating financial freedom. So that being said, guys, I hope I've added value to you. If you love what you hear, do me a favor, like, subscribe, and share this with your friends and family. And let's empower somebody today. I look forward to helping you live life on your own terms. Take a look at what you see, what I become. It ain't hard to tell. Young legend, I'm an icon.